Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious pop culture podcast. This is your host, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I am joined with Nicolette Watson from Your Best Ghoul Podcast. (laughs) Nicolette, thank you so much for being on the show with us. How is everything going on with you down in, you're right outside of Dallas, Texas, correct? That is correct. That is correct. Right outside of Dallas, uh, uh, the the suburbiest of suburbs. Dallas gives me, you know, street cred. People go, oh, Dallas. I know Dallas. I know deep. I live in East Dallas. And I say, no, north, farther north. And they're like, oh, (laughs) like a neighborhood. Yeah, not as cool. Not as cool. But good. Hey, you're, you're still there and you can still rep and that's awesome. So, um, you know, before we get into it, just for, for fans watching here on, on uh, we, we're streaming this right now on Facebook Live and, and this will air more than likely next week as far as our audio stream. Love it. You know, tell us a little bit more about your your best ghoul, you know, the, the premise, like why you decided to start doing this. And, uh, you know, we'll just kind of go from there. Right. Um, so your best school podcast uh, is, you know, just kind of me flapping my gums about all things that to me are, you know, creepy and interesting. Um, you know, when I've been talking about the idea with friends, they were like, do true crime. You got to do true crime. Everyone's doing true crime. And I'm like, right. Everyone's doing true crime and they're doing it much better than I ever could. So, you know, maybe true crime. Then it was ghosts, ghosts. Then it was scary movies and it was horror stuff. And so I said, you know what? I'm bad at commitment. I can't niche down. So it's going to be, you know, um, all things creepy that I enjoy, um, which at first I thought maybe, you know, not a good move, but I'm liking that so far because it gives me a lot of you know, variety and options to, you know, choose from, you know, kind of like, I think what you do, you've got a nice, you know, wide net. You can mm-hmm. kind of pick what you're into that week and roll right. with it. The Super Bowl is right around the corner. If you are looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on, betonline.ag is the best and only place to lock it in. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take full advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Right, right. No, that's awesome. And it, it was funny, too, because yeah. as I was listening, um, I, I've, I've heard the term, you know, cryptid. And for some unknown reason, I thought it had to do with, with yes. currency. And I didn't know it had to do with, <laughs> with like, yeah, because I was like, you know, obviously supernatural, UFOs, I get all that. And then when you're mentioning cryptid, I'm like, right. why, why am I not getting this? So then I looked it up and it was, you know, pretty much monsters or, or just things that have never really... There's no actual proof right. of that. So I thought that Correct. was a very cool element for you to bring into the show. And with, with that being said, like, are there any, you know, cryptid animal types that like are particular kind of favorites that you're most interested in? And we saw that you were a guest on uh, the, the, the Bigfoot uh, podcast. Yes. I the name. But, Bigfoot uh, Society with Jeremiah Byron. Yes, yes. So, uh, yes. you know, just talk a little bit about that and just kind of like how you got interested in in, in all this. 
Well, I have to say, I only chuckled because when you said the cryptid crypto thing, that happens all the time. My DMs on Instagram are full of guys trying to get me into their crypto stuff. And I'm like, no, 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 Bigfoot. Bigfoot, right. not money. Right. Loch Ness Monster, <laughs> not, not money. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and they're like, goodbye, weirdo. <laughs> right back out of my DMs. Um, so yes, that's a common one. But uh, um, I I got my interest in cryptids um, from my dad. So my dad was a you know nuclear engineer, super rational, bright mm-hmm. guy. But he really, yeah, he liked Halloween. He liked horror movies. And when I was a kid, my parents were divorced. Um, so he would do this, like, you know, like a lot of divorced kids, you ping pong back and forth between the parents. And my dad would sometimes fly back and forth with me. And when we'd be on the flights, I would be like, daddy, tell me a story. And he would tell me, (laughs) I I realized now as an adult, he was telling me the the, the plots of horror stories, like American werewolf in Paris, American werewolf in London. Yeah. So like, imagine you're on a flight. And there's this like nerdy looking guy and his kid. And he's like, and then the decomposing friend showed up to talk to the werewolf. And I'm like, yeah, I love it. Can I have some more pretzels and ginger ale? So that's how it started was, you know, werewolf interest. Gotcha. gotcha. That's how this started. Um, yeah. There's a whole cryptid community too. So they, you know, it's, it's not a big community. So yeah. once I put out like one cryptid-esque episode, like we all found each other, you know, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, us, yeah. Us weirdos seem to find each other rather quickly, and, and very, very quickly. The internet really helps. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it does. Because what I loved about it, you know, I was listening to your first episode and and just your story and how just kind of growing up and going from Texas to Pennsylvania and being the new kid, and that you know these topics were right. You know, for the most part, not not so much taboo, but they kind of were, especially if you were very interested in it. And, you know, growing up to me, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. one of the few, I'm, I'm 40. So I actually grew up to where if you had to look up right. anything, you had to, you had to go to the Encyclopedia Britannica, you know, this is pre Google day. <laughs> <Pre-Google. laughs> so, you know, there wasn't a lot of information on it. And if you were interested in on it, you were considered, you know, weird or freak or whatever. But right. now that we're older, I love the fact that, you know, you said that on your first episode that it is more commonplace. You know, we have everything from shows like ghost hunters to river monsters to, you know, finding Yeti and, and things like that. Yep. So now we have a platform to where all of us that are into all these interesting things can actually find and meet each other. Yeah, it's amazing. I think it's awesome. I had the hardest time, you know, making friends anyways, probably just because I was like, you know, kind of a weird introverted kid. But yeah, then you add into the mix that you have some strange, you know, predilections and hobbies and you know no one's trying to be friends with the werewolf girl like no one's trying to be friends with like that that girl and i just get a kick out of even the the scary stories to tell in the dark being a movie now and these young kids are so into it i i was like scared to show that book to anybody right remember how creepy that was right really (laughs) creepy one of i don't know if you have a favorite one of my favorite scary stories to tell in the dark stories was the one where it was the kid that woke up and thought he was late to church and he ran through like the cemetery and all that and got to the church. Yeah. Apparently he got there too early and it was all like the zombies, like the dead people like yes. were in church. So, and uh, there's actually a pretty good documentary on that. I think it's on Amazon right now and it's a whole. It's on Amazon. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So just so check it out. I started watching it. I didn't get a chance to finish it, but it was it was a really good documentary on scary stories telling the dark and just how far ahead it was. But at the same time, 
just like you said back then, I mean, there were, there's, and, and it's part of the documentary too, to where you could see like schools and parents and teachers that were like, you can't have this book in school and you can't, you can't read this and it's banned in all these states. Yep. So. <laughs> yeah, they were, they got real Marilyn Manson about the whole thing where they were like, these books will corrupt our good children. And it's like, well, no, your kid just might be an ass. Like, I don't think that scary storybook or that Marilyn Manson, you know, cassette is going to do it. But okay. Like, yeah. But those books now, I mean, it's, it's like so cool now that, you know, these, you know, kids, because I have teenage sisters, um, they're much younger than me. I'm 33. And, you know, I feel like anymore, you can be the weird kid. Like the world is your oyster oddball. I'm jealous. I feel like we paved the way of having no friends. So these youngsters could be, you know, kind of hip and with it for liking, you know, ghosty things or, you know, whatever Marvel universe they're into or comic books or, you know, what have you. So, you know, I think that we're, uh, we're headed in the right direction. Oh, by far, by far. And I think you said it right. We definitely paved the way because everything that we thought was, weird macabre nerdy this that, and the other now is like the norm you know pretty much pretty tame. <laughs> yeah. right right and uh, you know especially horror movies i, I remember uh, one part of your podcast where you were saying that you were like sneaking off to watch these movies and in because oh, of the yeah. family you grew up with luckily i had a dad that he was just like whatever like i've been watching friday the 13th movies since i was like four so you know i grew up watching so tales from the crypt uh watching creep show yes. you know uh, yes. one of my favorites and uh you know they, they used to scare the bejesus out of me and i especially totally. love the fact too because i kind of just want to segue just a little bit from what we would normally talk about <laughs> but i liked how you talked about the first season of haunting of hill house and how you had to take a break and watch the office and parks and rec and totally. since, I, I mean those are two of my favorite shows of all time so do you have yes. just out of curiosity because we have this ongoing debate discussion like which show is better do you have one like oh, no. better than the other or do you just love them both? Okay. So I, I got into Parks and Rec because I had like many people binge the office as like a comfort show right. I, for years. Yeah. I mean, it started in like high school and then I binged it through college and I would skip classes to sit and watch it if I was anxious. And then finally one day, someone that knew me that knew I would just watch it over and over was like, have you ever heard of Parks and Rec? Cause it's similar, but different. And you, you need to like get off this office thing. So that's how it started. Um, you know, I, I love parks and rec, but I'm always going to be an office girl for sure. <laughs> there are a couple bumps in the road that I was like, Ugh, right. okay, like land the plane already. You're jumping the shark. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm office. Are you office or are you parks and rec? So, so we actually did a two part episode. It was, it was so long of an episode. I broke it into two parts. And it, it's okay. literally the office versus parks and rec. So I brought in uh, Matthew, Natalie Garcia, good friend of ours from yes, weekly here in town, our good friend, John photographer, like all fans of really both shows. Natalie's the only one that really wasn't into parks and rec. And okay. by the end of it, it came to me as far as the deciding factor on which one is better. I, I love them both, love them both. And it's funny too, because my daughter is the one that actually got me into parks and rec. But she yeah. did not like the office. So I got her into the office. So it was kind of a trade-off. And yes. I gotta say, I go through my moments, and I think it's just when I get wrapped up, depending on which one I'm watching, that's the one that's my favorite at that point. But that's fair. That's, yeah. And I gotta say, just because supporting cast alone, if if it literally came down like gun to my head, which one is your favorite? 
I had to go with Parks and Rec just because there's so many other side characters that also yes. make that show so great where the office yes. characters are fantastic. But, you know, with Parks and Rec, we get to see, obviously, a whole entire city. You got, you know, these side characters like Lil Sebastian, who has, like, two episodes. And yes. he's, like, one of the most beloved characters of all time. Uh, yes. John Ralphio and Mona Lisa. They're the, my favorite. Yeah. Oh. oh, God. Love them. And it, and it <laughs> that's, to me, what sets apart. They're both still freaking phenomenal shows. Yes. But if, like I said, gun to my head, I got to go Parks and Rec. But that's until that's I start fair. watching The Office again, and then I'll say The Office. <laughs> I can't even get mad because, like, you're comparing two things that I, I just, I watch daily. So right. I'm like, yep, that's either right. way. I see. Yeah. And you, yeah. you do, you do great cameos in Parks and Rec. Absolutely. And you go, oh my God, like, yes, I didn't get out of here now. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. I mean, it's like comparing pizza to spaghetti. They're both delicious. You totally. Know. I'm taking them both. Why not <laughs> right. both? If I could have both, I will definitely take both. <laughs> At the same time, like one on top of the other. Like, I'm fine with that. Like, roll it up and yeah, it's fine. <laughs> right. So, um, I, I, so and on your first episode, and if you don't mind just kind of recapping real quick, because I would love to tell you my first kind of encounter with I love that the paranormal, but for you know our fans of the show again, please right. make sure you check her out. Your best school on all podcast platforms. You you go into your story on when you were living with your mom in Texas. If you don't mind, yes. for our listeners, real quick, just oh, give sure. them a little feedback on on how that happened, and and then we'll go from there. So my you know like I mentioned earlier, um, you know parents divorced, and initially I lived with my mom in a super small town in central Texas, like four thousand people or less. Crazy small you know, where you have a house and you've got yard all four directions, just into nothingness. And, um, one night I woke up and I went and looked out of a window and I know it was awake. Cause I went and like went to the bathroom, got water, was like kind of milling around. And I looked out of the window that overlooked our front lawn. And there was this, like, I don't know how else to explain it, but like a glowing humanoid figure. Like you can make out like a head and shoulders. And like, it was, it was kind of like a bluish, glowing thing and the, the street was really lit up like for a rural um you know like little country road like it did have a couple of lamps so you know I could tell that it wasn't like a reflection coming from somewhere else because the, the yard was pretty lit up yeah. and yet there was this this bluish light humanoid thing and I watched it for you know it felt like a few minutes and then I you know hauled ass like back to my mom's room and you know, I told my mom about it. My mom is very, you know, she's, you know, I think she, she, she just, you know, believed her kid and was like, yeah, no, I've had weird experiences. Like the house is a very old house and, right. you know, doors would open and cabinets would open. So she was very, um, she didn't write it off at all. And I've actually, you know, I sent that episode to her, that first episode and didn't really tell her anything about it. It's just like, Hey, yeah. listen, this thing I'm doing. And she's like, what's a podcast? What's Spotify? And I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, listen to what, it. What time does it come on? Jesus Christ, exactly. Right. But she did, she remembered. She called me and was like, I remember that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I totally remember that. Have you ever seen it since? It's like, I haven't seen that particular thing since. It's just like, I, I remember that like clear as day, totally. So yeah, I, I don't I don't know what it was, but um, again, super, super country, little bitty town, really old. It, 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 it could have been anything. Could have been UFO for all I know at this point, but in my head, <laughs> I'm like ghost. Right. And, it's, and, it's a ghost. and especially, I, you know, I, I don't know if you did, but I grew up watching Unsolved Mysteries. So everything scared the shit out of me. Every night. Every, every, oh, yeah. I mean, we're still that family. We could live in the safest neighborhood on the planet, 
doors are all locked, windows locked, shades closed. It, that's just right. parents in, in our entire family growing up watching horror movies, creep show. Tales from the Crypt was a staple, like a staple in our household. So everything scared the shit out of us. I was like, once it turns dark, Thanks. I trust nothing. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, so my story yes. is, is a little interesting. So, uh, I, I, I know you and I are pub people, uh, slash bartenders. Mm-hmm. So this was when I was just kind of getting into the bar bartending game. I was about 21, 22 years old at a time. And, you know, I was doing like what bartenders do after work. You, you go to another employee's house, have a couple drinks, go to bed. Right. So I was living in this apartment complex and, uh, woke up middle of the night. Kind of just turned around, and at the at the at the time, I had a a big like old school kind of projection big screen TV, not like the flat screens you see today. Right. And uh, I I look over, and it looks like it's this kid sitting Indian style watching the TV, and there's this like father <laughs> father figure, yeah, yeah, father figure standing over him. At that point, I just a twofer. Yeah, a twofer. Two for two for ghosts. <laughs> and uh, I literally I, I, I was I was so smashed at the time. I just chalked it up to me being drunk. I didn't think anything about it. So, right. yeah. So let, let's fast forward two months later. I'm uh, I'm seeing a girl. We go out to breakfast. And again, I, I have not mentioned this to anyone because, like I said, I thought this was a figment of my imagination. I'm like, why would I ever even bring this drunk up? and stupor? Right. Yeah, I was just drunk. You know, you, it is what it is. We're out to breakfast and um, she's sitting there and I could tell she's a little perplexed. And I'm like, what's up? And she goes, have you ever like woken up in the middle of the night and seen like a kid sitting Indian style with like someone standing over him watching your big screen? And I literally dropped my fork and I was like, yes. And I thought I was hammered when I saw that. Needless to say. I mean, that wasn't the main reason I moved out like a month later, but that was a (laughs) factor. But it was just so weird that something I've never mentioned to anyone whatsoever. And for her to say that, I'm like, oh, my God, that was that was a real, real thing. So (laughs) still gives me chills. (laughs) I had something like that, too, where I witnessed her it was like a, a, an auditory situation where I, I live in this house in in high school that dated to the civil war and I would hear things hear things hear things hear things hear things in the cellar hear things never told anybody and then I had a friend over one day we were picking up stuff to go to the pool and she was like shh did you hear that and I was like oh no and she heard it too that this this voice is coming from the the basement and that was a million years ago and I reached out to her probably a year ago and I was like, did I imagine that happened? She's like, oh no, I remember that. Like that. So when you get that like secondhand confirmation, you're like, okay, look, I'm not hallucinating unless we're both hallucinating and there's like a carbon monoxide leak that we need to address. But like, <laughs> right. Otherwise, like I'm not tripping here and I don't know if that's better or worse. Like, you know, it's like, would you rather it be, um, you know, that you were imagining it and there's nothing happening in your house other than right. like, you know, you and some cats or whatever, or like, is it better that you got confirmation that you weren't, you know, hallucinating and that, cause then it, then it goes into like, okay, well you heard it. I heard it. You saw it. I saw it. So what the hell is it? Right. And that's right. kind of how I feel. I, I believe people, I don't, I don't, 
I don't really see a whole lot of incentive for people to make these things up. Like, there's not a lot of money yeah. to be made making this up. And there's a whole lot to lose in terms of people thinking you're a pariah weirdo. <laughs> right. So I believe people, if you say you saw something or you heard something or your cat, you know, your dead cat reappeared, like I believe you because why would you, <laughs> why would you lie about it? Right. Like, especially when you get like, you, you someone also witnessed it too. Right. Right. And, and that's my thing, because, you know, just like you, I definitely don't believe we're, we're not alone in this world, let alone this planet. Yeah. You know, whether if it's uh, the first of all, you know, to talk about UFOs, the galaxy is just too massive for us to think that we're the only ones like in the Milky Way, let alone where we are at. And, There's no, not a chance. Yeah, at all. And, uh, you know, just to, to, you know, to talk about the, the, the UFO side of it, I'm, I'm, I was born in Puerto Rico. And there's always been this gigantic okay. theory that, you know, underneath Puerto Rico is this weird kind of like UFO base because there's an actual strip of highway in Puerto Rico that's called UFO Highway. Like there's a picture -uh. of UFO. Oh, yeah. And that's where like a ton of sightings have been seen. And we also have the biggest satellite in the world like built into the mountain. Like it's not like a separate satellite that just sticks up. Like it's literally built into the mountain. And I'm like. Why were we so blessed? Right. Why were we so blessed with the world's biggest satellite? And we also yeah. have a ton of sightings for UFOs. Get out of town. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's been in a few movies. Recently, I saw, I don't know if you've seen uh, The Losers, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, oh, my gosh. He plays uh, a Negan on uh, Walking Dead. He's one of the three named guys. I, I I remember my husband loves Walking Dead, and I never, I, I've watched it a good amount, but I don't know uh, the name. So I know who Megan is. I know who that is. Yeah. Not the and, actor. And he was in Supernatural, too. He's the dad in Supernatural. I, I don't know why I okay. can't his name right now. But um, anyways, the, this movie, The Losers, based on a comic book, that was the last time I actually saw it in a movie. They have one scene where they're there at the, at the satellite and just kind of walking around. But yeah, it's, if you look it up, it's the biggest satellite in the world, and it's literally built into a mountain in Puerto Rico. So I think it's interesting yes. that we have that, we have the rumors, and then we also have UFO Highway, which is, you know, the most sightings. I believe it's like south of the U.S. ever. So I don't know. I'm, I might be part alien. I don't know. I'm 100% That's crazy. Now, have you, <laughs> have you seen a UFO yourself? Uh, I, don't, I don't think I have. I mean, there's been times, and, I, you know, I was really enjoying your story about the ones um, that, uh, that were in, like, I think you said it was like 800-mile radius of each other in New Mexico, I believe, in, uh, in yeah. your podcast. And, you know, I've, I don't think I've ever personally seen one. I wouldn't be surprised if I have. But, you know, the government always has a great way of being like, oh, well, it's just this or, you know, it's just a blimp that hasn't been like full, like all the way lit up. But I definitely do believe in extraterrestrials and UFOs. Well, they keep like slowly releasing things in the middle of like election melee and capital <laughs> melee and other melee. And you'll see this article slide through about, oh, and. You know, uh, you know, NASA says this, and I'm like, wait, 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 what, 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 what? Like, give me, give me more than one article on that, and then there's never, wow. you know, follow-up article. And my husband thinks that, you know, he he believes in them too. That's kind of how he and I, you know, got to liking each other was watching UFO stuff on YouTube together. Yeah. And he's like, I think they're priming us. I think they give people just a little bit to like desensitize them to the idea, and then what it's going to be like, bam, like we have a peace agreement with Mars and there's Martians right. and, and people, and, and then hopefully we've just seen so much between 2020 and 2021 that people are like, Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I, I literally think 2020 is just gearing us to the point to where we're so numb to everything. 
It's just going to be like where that one scene in Signs where you see the alien walk by and you're so freaked out. Like now, yeah. now if that happens, you're just like, eh. Would not phase me. <laughs> yeah. Would not phase me in the slightest. Yep. The only thing that still phases me, and this is just because I grew up such a horror movie fan, especially a fan of zombie movies, is anytime I hear more than, uh, like, especially sirens for more than five minutes, I'm like, this is it. This, yep. is, this, this is how it starts. Pack this your bags. Let's get ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so funny you mentioned so our little our little verb i don't know what the situation is but weekly some kind of and it's, it might be tornado sirens uh-huh. but they test them about once a week and okay. they sound like like the purge sirens and they go for like 15 minutes and i remember because i've lived here like in this particular area like seven years i remember the first time i heard it i froze and i was like oh here we go like <laughs> yep. something's about to happen and it's not a good thing but you know now it's just i'm desensitized to it so like zombies could start rolling down the block and i've just heard the siren so many times i don't think that i would even break from you know like doubling salt and vinegar chips in my mouth i'd be like turn the volume up it's the siren it'll pass (laughs) wouldn't even face me it's true it's true so um you know you and i are are both aficionados of of uh, adult beverages i love how you you know you bring every show that that you're drinking something especially because of the anxiety i still have anxiety over every episode just about literally every walk of life so i'm drinking the the course banquet because we did a, a cobra kai episode what what is your beverage of choice that you're drinking right now um, so right now I'm doing the, uh, the cats, the real ale coffee porter. I keep hitting this one up lately. I'm just waiting for our local, uh, grocer to run out of it. I just, I buy it up every time. Yeah. And I think this is the last time they're going to have it for me. And then they, they keep having it. Um, but yeah, I love, I love, uh, Coors. When I first started bartending was in this super, super small town in Pennsylvania where I went to college and the bar that opened was the first bar um, since the Prohibition. Like, there had been no bar in that town since the Prohibition. Wow. Okay. It was a big deal when this bar opened. But we <laughs> had, like, five beers and Coors Banquet. Um, yeah, Original. Um, Hi- uh, Miller High Life was another mm-hmm. one There's that we had. And, like, PBR, and that was it. And Schlitz. Okay. Schlitz. Okay. Where Where's where this town at, if you don't mind me asking? Because I have a friend that, oh, I don't uh, mind that got married in, in Altoona. I put him on the map. <laughs> it's a grove city pennsylvania okay and is that closer to pittsburgh or philadelphia yes it's like 40 miles from pittsburgh okay I'm probably gonna someone's gonna correct or 20 people are gonna correct me for my high school night um yeah it's it's <laughs> close to on the pittsburgh side of things so western western pennsylvania right. and, but um uh, yeah that beer selection was not not good i was happy when i got down to <laughs> in a pub with like a bunch of beer like right. lots of beers we're Guinness wasn't the only stout. I'm a stout girl. Okay. So you know, I got pretty bored with Guinness pretty quick. I was like, this 3% is just not doing it for me. It's great if you need to put away like seven of them by the pool mm-hmm. and still like study later. Right. But otherwise, I need a little bit more. Understandable. Understandable. Excellent. Um, so my next question is, as far as, and am I saying this correctly, cryptids, Correct. Cryptids. Yeah, you got Cryptids. it. Now, is there like a particular favorite that, that you have? Yes. Okay. Um, what is I think it? Bigfoot is maybe every cryptid person's favorite because All there's right. just a lot more. Um, there's more documentaries on it. There's more shows on it. There's more footage. There's more sightings. But mm. my favorite cryptid is um, the dog man, Beast of Bray Road. But basically what it is, is it's a werewolf. It's people sure. saying they've seen a humanoid 
uh, a dog. And, I, and again, I, I know for a fact that goes back to me, you know, thinking about those stories of my dad. So werewolves have always right. been my favorite. So when I found out that, you know, there's like a werewolf S cryptid, I was like, that's my cryptid. Um, <laughs> do I think it's real? I don't know. It's hard for me. That one's, you know, it's easier for me to believe there's like an ape that's been hiding in like the woods. And it is for me to believe there's like a werewolf, but again, I'm not going to discount anybody's sightings. I would love it if that were the case. Like uh-huh. I like ginger snaps and like dog soldiers and stuff like that. But <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. My favorite's going to be any kind of a uh, werewolf, a dog man uh, variation. That's my, that's my go-to cryptid. The water ones scare me too much. Oh. I get in the water and I start thinking about, Mm-mm, yeah, can't. Yeah. Too I mean, scary. Oh, I mean, between the real stuff that's out there and then the stuff that might not even exist, I'm good. You're not kidding. Yeah. You're not kidding. <laughs> well, you said you, you, were, you were born in uh, Puerto Rico. Yeah. Do you, you, I'm sure you've gone back and gone swimming at some point. That's like ocean. Ocean's oh, yeah. in these lakes in Texas. Oh, yeah. You got sharks. Oh, goodness. I, I remember one time we were out on my uncle's jet ski having a good old time. And I just looked down and, you know, the water around Puerto Rico is just beautiful, just clear as clear right. as day. And I just remember looking down and just seeing schools of jellyfish. And I was like, mm-hmm. nope, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to land. I'm good. Then, of course, Chupacabra yep. is like a huge one when it comes to Puerto Rico as far as cryptids. So no. that's a massive one. That was the original original one that actually scared me right with the chupacabra unsolved mysteries skill so scary and they did <laughs> yep. a number of them in that in that like 90s time frame mm-hmm. chupacabra is very scary i did not know that was your home cryptid oh yeah that's I, I, quite the I, don't, I don't want to say that we claim that but that was that was a big story in in, in puerto rico as well so yeah, like oh. I said, a lot of a lot of weird stuff going on in Puerto Rico. So <laughs> there's no telling. Tropical we need places. to we need we, yeah we need to come back and do another episode on all like the the uh, like paranormal UFOs everything Puerto Rico. So like I oh, said, I love, I, love, I love the New York episode, and uh, I know you went to Jamestown, New York. So here in we have uh, Jamestown, North Carolina. Our our big kind of claim to fame for Jamestown is is the the girl by the bridge that kind of modern story of when it's raining outside you see this girl kind of hitchhiking she gets in the back seat and then all of a sudden she's not there anymore so and then we do we do the ghost tours as well so north north carolina has has a few of those and i'd love to reconnect with you on that and uh, there's a uh downtown greensboro for the longest time was was a dead zone you know as far as just no business no people walking around and then in the late 90s, early 2000s, it really started to build itself back up. But a lot of those right. buildings down there have their claim to fame, a lot of them being old brothels that got converted into bars and restaurants. So there's, there's a lot of, oh, yeah, there's there's one. Um, it used to be called the Green Borough, and they still have the sign up. And you have to go up this ridiculous flight of steps, which to me, I was like, and this is the biggest like hazard risk ever. Uh, you know, especially when you've been drinking, but there's a sign that says, oh, yeah. leave your key at the door. And it's the original sign from the brothel for leaving your key at the door. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. I That's yeah. why I like, I mean, there's a million reasons that I hope that we can start to, you know, you know, vaccines are coming out and everything. Like, hopefully, yeah. you know, we can get back to some normal things. But selfishly, um, I'm talking to my husband. I'm like, I really want to start doing 
the ghost tours and like, let's make that our family vacations because I'm, I don't really care for flying a whole lot, but I will drive anywhere in the country and let's go check some, you know, some haunted stuff out because I really like to incorporate that into my, into my, um, you know, talk to you a little bit about getting YouTube up and going. I'd love to right. have a part of my podcast be video yeah. and, you know, going to, you know, creepy or purportedly, you know, haunted places or even just historical places and talking to the staff and your proprietors of those. I think haunted, especially you're up North. I'm so jealous. We talked about this the other night. I was saying to my husband, all the cool histories up North, right. all of it. It's right. haunted as shit up North. <laughs> yeah. like, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Yep. Did you did you end up seeing? I think they showed this maybe like three or four months ago. There was uh, some couple like traveling through Gettysburg, and on video, like they they caught like it looked like it was two soldiers like running after each other as they were just doing like a nighttime tour of Gettysburg. I can't remember. No. I saw it on Facebook, but I'll tell you what: if it was photoshopped, whoever did it did a fantastic job because you can only see it for like maybe a second or two, but it's just like. Holy shit. And, you know, I think it's, I believe it completely. Gettysburg is so haunted. It's so well documented. And even the house I lived in in Pennsylvania, there was a civil war house. Like I said, I think there were like four confirmed deaths on the property, not related to the war, just related to like people passing away. Mm. Um, the, so any of the civil war stuff, anytime I hear I was at a civil war ground, I saw something, I heard something, I felt something, I saw orbs. I'm like, I completely believe you. How can an area with that much, trauma right. you know embedded in it how can it not, not be haunted exactly so it's possible exactly, it has to be. It exactly. Has to be haunted. and any anytime you joe jupiter and, and dolly and want to come up here let us know you got a free place to stay with my girlfriend and oh. i so because there's I, like right, when i first moved here our, our main stretch of road is called battleground ave so this was one of the, like a, a big battle like a literally a big battleground area so you have like the park Again, like the old kind of mansions and this, that, and the other. And then they normally did the ghost tours. I think they still do them, but obviously socially distanced because of COVID and stuff like that. Right. So there's there's a lot around here that would be great. And, you know, you got free room and board. So let us know. I'm so envious. I'm so <laughs> envious. We were talking the other night looking at houses back up north, um, you know, in Pennsylvania and Ohio, you know, Virginia, just kind of like up there. And I mean, he was, he's like, you know, he's, he's from the Philippines. So my husband's from the Philippines, but you know, he's lived in, in the this suburb of DFW for, you know, a long time, a couple stints in Taiwan, you know, they've moved around a little bit, but um, you know, for the most part, like the houses here are very new. And we were looking at the houses back up North and he was like, these are like, so we were like, they're old. And I was like, that's what there is. Like in other parts that aren't a suburb of a, a big, you know, metropolis like Dallas, like the houses are old. You get these homes with amazing history and, Sometimes you get a ghost too. That's just part <laughs> it, of it, it, man. It's a part of the HOA. <laughs> Listen, that's a selling point for me at this point. I don't <laughs> right. even think I'm scared anymore. Are, yeah, like, are that's they, a selling friendly point. or ex- exactly right. at the point now where I'm just like, we'll make it work. <laughs> exactly. Because if they want to throw down on the utilities and throw down on my Hulu and my HBO, <laughs> right. we can work it out. There you go. Yeah, you can't stay yeah, here. Don't for break free. my shit. You're gonna have to work. And I mean, yeah. I, especially especially up north, too, because I realized when I first moved down to North Carolina, like up north, basements are a staple in yes. just about every household. And it's weird, like the further south you get, the more you don't see basements. And basements were, no. all, especially with me and my sisters growing up, we always ended up living in whatever house our parents put us at. 
like with the creepiest basements ever to where it's like, all right, this Absolutely. Is time, time to go upstairs. So yep. uh, you, you run up the stairs. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to try. Especially to you the out. stairs with the slats in them where a <laughs> hand could like reach through the slat. That's oh, what we had. Oh God. Don't get us started on people under the stairs, <laughs> but yes. Yep. 100%. I, I think it finally took me to the age of 25 to like, not have to like make a 40 foot jump from my bed to go to the bathroom at night. <laughs> and even oh, though I, 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 still woman, me, I still <laughs> <laughs> under the bed stories. I don't know. I mean, I, this is such, I sound like such an old lady. I'll, I only discovered Reddit like six months ago uh-huh. and I'll be like, are you on Reddit? And everyone's like, yeah, everyone's on Reddit. But I read like the creepy stories on the no sleep Reddit yeah. And I was sitting on the floor in the middle of the night. I couldn't sleep. And my family had taken over the bed. So I was sitting on the floor on my phone by the bed, reading this no sleep on Reddit. And the the end of the story was basically, you know, cliff notes. The, the creepy thing was under the bed. And as I finished the story, I'm like glancing over at the dark bed I'm sitting next to. And I'll be honest with you. I let back up on it. <laughs> Scramble. <laughs> Yeah, my sisters and I would do the 40-yard dash up those stairs. My sister actually just commented. She says, hi, Janet. She was like, oh, yeah, the creepy stairs. And that's always like a favorite family meme of ours to put anytime we talk about anything creepy or scary. Because even though we're all chicken shits, we still, it's just horror is just instilled in our family. The, the you know, serial oh, yeah. shows, everything else. It's It's what brings us together to where we can like laugh about it, but still be scared. <laughs> so I'm a masochist when it comes to that for sure. I scare the hell out of myself, yeah. but I can't stop and I won't stop. Right. But I do. I I'm not like, you know, because I have friends that are like, oh, I I couldn't do like the the creepy podcast because I can't watch horror movies. I get scared. I'm like, no, I get scared too. Like that Hill House right. on Netflix, I still have dreams about it. Hereditary, I still have dreams oh, about it. The God. witch, I still have dreams about it. Like I get scared for sure. Yeah. And, you know, I'm glad you said that, too, because I think this is going to be a great segue. Uh, you know, we talked earlier during like our kind of pre-chat as far as my daughter and right. I and like our, our especially her affinity for A24 films. Do you have like a top three when it comes to it? Because to me, I think that they're just next level when it comes to it. Like The Witch, to me, is is really just a modern day take on like a, a folklore story. Then you have Hereditary, yeah. which takes it to obviously a whole nother level of just horror. And then you have also Midsummer, which is to me, I tell people all the time, I'm like, it's a daytime nightmare. It's a nightmare. That movie's, like, yeah. Daytime. So I'm going to be honest with you. I skipped Midsummer and had to go read the synopsis before <laughs> I even watched any videos because I already knew what I was getting into with Hereditary. Okay. And that movie really really scared again i don't get scared that movie really really scared me on like 20 different levels but the scariest part to me in hereditary that i've had like recurrent dreams about you remember in the very beginning of the movie in her craft room when she switches the lights off and granny is standing in the corner yeah just like just the yeah that, that scared the shit out of me yeah. and after that i was like this is the scariest movie i've ever seen so I know I midsummer, like I just went and read like every plot synopsis and watched clips. I have not sat and watched all the way through because I know it's gonna be really freaking scary. So I know what happens, 
I know, I know everything, but I haven't watched it because I'm, I'm chicken shit. Yeah, for sure. The <laughs> witch though. I've watched it like 10 times. I love the witch. Yeah. I, and, uh, you know, a lot of people know that, that watch and listen to the show that we, that we do let people know that we have spoilers, right. uh, which I thought was just so, so clever, everything about it, obviously the writing the acting, everything else. But to me, what did it for me was at the very end when, when black Phillip talks and that amazing. was amazing. Oh my lord! Because you know, as as the, as it's building up, you're like, okay, all right, I get it. Like, all right, you know, it's getting there. But that last like just minute and a half where Black Phillips talking to the daughter, I was just mm-hmm. like, mind completely blown away. Well, and what's so cool about that movie too? I think I had you know, I think that you know your your obviously your background and your experiences like affect how you view a, mu- a movie. Um, you know, I've mentioned my podcast, you know, my family's, you know, uh, more conservative and more, uh, more religious. That's great. Like, I, again, I don't have anything against that. Yeah. Um, but that movie specifically would have been one that growing up, I'm certain I would have not been allowed to watch. And, yeah. you know, I kind of related to her a little bit for certain parts of my life yeah. where it was just so strict and overbearing to yeah. by the end of the movie, I was like, good for you. I was yeah. like, good for her. Good right. for you. <laughs> like go live deliciously sis yes yes queen <laughs> <even mad>. yeah. <laughs> basically i was like you go yeah <laughs> damp mold black mold filled farmhouse like go float in the trees yeah and, and, and the guy i can't i think i can't think of his name but the father he was been in a couple roles before i remember him uh being one of the uh the Ironborn from uh, from Game of Thrones, and he just he just yeah. had that voice, you know. He's great. Her. Oh my goodness! And like, if if he could do like audiobooks, like whatever the hell he could do a children's story, he could do whatever. I will listen to it. I listen strictly just because his voice, uh, you know. And A twenty four is just a well oiled, independent machine right now, and that's what I love about right it. directors free range to just be like, hey, listen, you're talented. Here's the money. Even if people don't completely figure it out, it's fine. Like I remember my daughter and I went to go see The Lighthouse. Great movie. Willem Dafoe oh, kills with it. With Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. He's great. You know, I didn't completely Dafoe. get it, but at the same time, I knew I was witnessing fantastic acting. And for yeah. a white, white film, it was shot very, very well too. So kudos to H24. I think my husband might have watched it without me. I haven't seen it yet because he keeps saying we need to watch it. And I think sometimes. He'll say we need to watch it, and then he just goes and watches it because I take too long to get to it. Um, but that's one he's really been bringing up a lot is the lighthouse. And I saw, you know, I've seen a bunch of the trailers, and yeah, you can tell it's going to be really damn good. Um, Even if it's weird and you don't really get it, it's going right. to be good. Like, it, you'll it, be entertained. Exactly, you're going to be entertained. And I've, I've been a big Willem Dafoe fan for damn near as long as I've been alive, and he's got a monologue. He's in a gem. Oh gosh, and he's got it. I would say easily a three to four minute monologue where you could tell they didn't cut. Like it was just action and he goes into it and it, it's probably some of the best acting I've ever seen in my entire life. So. Uh, I can't wait. I got to watch that one. Yeah. I can't wait. We're right now. We're trying to get through the, we just got a couple episodes into the night stalker. Oh, um, nice. I was going to ask my husband's about that. Gonna that's perfect. Yes. Yeah. So we, you know, I, I know that one backward and forward is one okay. of the, you know, original ones I read about a billion years ago but it's still different when you hear from like the detectives and like psychologists and witnesses it's totally different um but yeah my, there's you know stuff with kids in it and that's kind of where like my husband will be like 
not, you know, we still have kids, you know, I think right. since became a dad, he's not as, yeah. you know, so I might be finishing that one solo. We'll find out, but it's very, it's very good so far. I mean, it's pretty rough, but um, that's what I was told. You know, okay. I expected nope. nothing less. Yeah, it was I'll, stop I'll definitely check it out. I'm glad you said that too, because from what I hear, it, it is, you know, very graphic. And I'm yeah. just one of those, like, you know, just, just show it to me. Let me, let me, let me judge for myself. I'm going to continue. Um, I'm the same way. One of them, even though this is not a, a serial killer per se, but you know, one of the ones that really intrigued me on Netflix, and I think it came out two years ago was uh, don't fuck with cats. And, uh, that, uh, and just ooh. all the stuff uh, going through this dude's head. And oh my what a guy! Oh yeah. That's a hard one. Yeah. One of my hair clients told me about that one while I was doing her hair a couple a couple years ago. Yeah. And she's like, you may not want to look at that. You might not like it. And I was yeah. like, I started it and I said, this is like, yeah, yeah. this is bad. Yeah. 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 The main thing that intrigued me was, one, but... was how, you know, much the people that were trying to find him, you know, and I, I saw the whole thing afterwards, like you need to hire Bodie movie and, and this other guy mm-hmm. to be in the FBI. Cause goodness gracious, they sure as hell put in the work to find this dude. And I mean, I'm glad they did. Did you watch, um, what's the one called Patton Oswalt's wife? Um, I'll be gone in the dark. Is that what it's called I have on not. HBO? I have not. That's the one on HBO, right? Gotta see it. Yeah. You gotta okay. see it. Okay. Yeah. That's another one where co- regular people getting together to solve like a crazy, terrifying cold case. Yeah. If you like that kind of thing where there's like a who done it, oh yeah, it's great. It's really good stuff. Really good stuff. Awesome. Awesome. I'll definitely be sure to check that out. Um, before we wrap up, you know, obviously be sure to, to let the, the fans watching and again, everybody watching us on the Facebook live and that are going to be listening to this episode next week. Again, Nicolette, thank you so much for joining us. Like, where can they find you? Please talk about your store. Cause I love your online store. It's so dope. Like I would love to have an online store as cool as yours, but please feel free to shamelessly plug everything about you. Cause I'm such a huge fan. Well, there's not too much. Um, so my Instagram, I have two Instagrams. My my personal Instagram, but it's it's public, is at uh, Nicolette Nori. And then my um, podcast Instagram is Your Best School, um, GhoulsBestFriend.com. If you want to submit a story, because I like to share people's ghost stories on my podcast. Um, link through all my Instagrams. My website is my Teespring. It's just a Teespring. Like, it's nothing fancy, but... Um, yeah. If you need some like horror themed or, you know, spooky themed t-shirts and stuff, you know, you can find it through there and, you know, all the proceeds from that go to improving the quality of my podcast, which like I mentioned earlier is currently recorded in a closet because I don't have a recording studio yet, but we'll get there. It'll be like a funny uh, footnote along the way of the podcast that I used to sit in a closet to lovingly record it. But yeah, that's where you can find me. I'm most active on the Instagrams though, so Hey, we, we all got this card somewhere. Believe me, this is not a, a fancy studio here. This is just a guest bedroom. Are you kidding me? I've yeah, been checking no. it out the whole time. It's gorgeous. <laughs> no, we, uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, move into my buddy's place. And he actually has, he had these three bookcases. And he goes, look, man, I don't want to move. I don't want to move these bookcases. I said, please don't. I was like, I might not even no, this place from you if you, do, if you do take these with you. So it's got all my, my nerdy pop culture stuff that I've just kind yep. of built up through the years. And, uh, you know, I got a, a couple round led lights and then I did get the roadcaster pro. That was the one thing courtesy of Andrew Newman, attorney at law, 
the best damn lawyer here in uh, Greensboro, North Carolina. Attorneynewman.com is the website. Um, you know, it was part of our sponsorship deal last year. And uh, I, I could awesome. not be happier. So, but, but believe me, it's we've recorded everywhere. Not every episode that we have sounds fantastic. I can promise you that. Now. Right. We have, uh, you know, some hits, just like everybody else, some misses, but we all got to start somewhere. And I, and I think your quality is great. But I almost forgot. Thank so you. we're going to do our little, our little segment that we started on the show. Yes. Death is not an option. So right. our question for you is... So you can only pick one. Okay. Under your head, you got to pick one. Okay. Would you would you rather be possessed by a demon for let's just say twenty four hours, okay. or or abducted by aliens for twenty four hours? Oh, I'm picking possessed for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys want to deal with what all goes on in here <laughs> in like a twenty four hour span? Knock your freaking lights out, buddy. <laughs> Every time I'm picking that, because I think that when you're possessed, right. I mean, I'd have to check with like Catholic family. I think that you just check out mentally. Sure. So that sounds like a vacation. Right. Right. Plus not being like, probed by God knows what by aliens. So but just only- show up to work. Yeah. Just show up to work. <laughs> possessed, Nicolette. Don't spit pea soup. Don't climb the walls backwards. Just <laughs> right. go to work. Right. Make sure it doesn't chill. do a full 180. I, th- I think yeah. you'll be all right and keep your job. <laughs> Not a problem. Probably do a better job than I do anyways, even with the head spin. It's fine. No brainer. Awesome. No brainer. awesome. Again, Nicolette, thank you so much. Be sure to check out her podcast again on all formats. Your best school. Uh, we cannot thank you enough. We'll definitely have you back on. Um, Please. I would love that. Awesome. Yes. Uh, we'll definitely have you back on. Be sure to check her out, subscribe, like, follow, and of course, be sure to check us out, Zero Dark Nerdy, on all social media formats, Instagram, Facebook, all that fun stuff. Pop Culture Podcast is the website, courtesy of our good friends over at Zibster, that is Z-I-B-S-T-E-R, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Yeah! Victory! And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.